This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now I'm joined by the Head of Exhibitions and Creative Services at the Otago Museum, Craig Scott. Morena to you, Craig. Morena, Jamie. How are we today, sir? Pretty good, thank you. Marvellous, thanks for coming over. No worries at the, all. The big, um, you know, trek across State Highway 1. <laughs> yes, yes. Right, um, we've been waiting a long time. I've talked about it about three times on the show, I think. It's the Otago Wildlife Photography Exhibition, and that opens... On the 1st of August, which is this Saturday. This Saturday. I can't believe it's August already. I can't believe it all either. Um, weird. But um, fantastic. Great. It's good to see, um, you know, in the year that we've been having, you know, it would have been a point in time where we would have thought, oh, we might not even get this off the ground this year. Mm. Um, and so the fact that it's actually been able to happen and come together is an achievement in itself. Yeah, I think the competition itself only opened maybe like two weeks before lockdown, so mm. we were lucky enough to get everything out there and start to get the word out. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, and so, and there would have been, you know, I mean, it's wildlife competition, so it's like getting out there and amongst everything, and when you're in lockdown, you can't really leave your house. Uh, you might be able to go for a walk to the local park to see a, um, you know, a pigeon. How, I mean, there must have been thousands of pigeon pitches. There was a few, a lot, <laughs> lot of seagulls maybe from the beach, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, some seals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, There's the always beach. a good range of seals and cats. Oh, yeah. seals and cats, <laughs> seals and cats. So a lot of photos from the beach, so um, a few entrants from David Clark this year, is there? Potentially. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing there. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. Uh, it's great, but, you know, it can, yeah, so, it, you know, when did you... When you're going in and planning the exhibition and things like this, um, you know, do you have to wait... Did you know, I guess, straight as soon as we come out of lockdown? Because even two weeks before lockdown, we didn't, um, coming out of lockdown, we didn't know when we were going to be coming out. So as soon as the, you guys, the design team and stuff like that, you get out of lockdown, you start going straight into bang, 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 building up and creating dates. Um, kind of, but we also, we plan crazily ahead. Um, so yep. we've got stuff planned out till the end of next year sort of thing. So we already had the opening date locked in so just kind of the way everything turned out coming out of lockdown it just sort of worked itself out without us having to scramble so yeah oh, that's everything's good. still gone to plan everything's still gone to plan well that's good that's good um so i mean how, how many are on show this year how many photos did you get and how many do you whittle it down to so there's 1866 entries all up and that's video and photography um mm -hmm. so 53 with video um, so basically the judges all get sent every single entry um, and then they whittle down their shortlist all the shortlists come together um, the judges get in a room and battle it out to pick ah. their winners Wow! Um, and then yeah, that's all done sort of in an afternoon um, and then you have your final selection and then sort of all the shortlisted ones will go sort of rotate through in the gallery and be on display yeah. either printed or digital so they're not all on display at the same time not all at the same time no well that's good though because that means you come back yeah stuff all changing yeah 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 that's yeah, good that's good so how many are there in the final shortlist uh depend i don't have an exact number there was a big stack of photos that were printed out <laughs> yeah. Um, <so> yeah. <laughs> and what about the video entrances how many how many of them are picked and, and you know are they displayed at a certain time in a certain space or you know, do they all get displayed every day? Uh, so yeah, they go on a um, load onto a touch screen that then gets projected, so you can go through and watch um, each video, and then that'll be projected while you're watching it. Cool, that's pretty cool. Uh, how many? Because um, I know you kind of rushed in another category, wasn't like a thing for the backyard. 
Oh, we had like a pets one. Yeah. Um, that's sort of been a sort of mainstay for the under 14s. Um, and we also had a new entrant prize for first time entrants this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. We had 900 first time entrants out of all the entries this year. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, and are some of those really top quality and they've made it through to the big prize? Um, yeah, well, I guess one of them does win a prize for being the new entrant. So. That's, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, fantastic. So, I mean, what's what's the space like? And what is it like having to uh, arrange that? Especially, I guess, if they're changing all the time. Do you... I mean, I, I guess there are specific prizes, so those there'll be specific areas for the different things. But, yeah. I mean, do you have to try to make it a kind of cohesive look around how does it go to um you know what work goes into hanging this kind of exhibition yeah it's quite different from previous like in the last few years it used to be in special exhibition gallery hung on the wall um in little sort of wee plywood squares but now we're in the beautiful science gallery so we've got sort of portable displays that um sort of we use for other the exhibitions as well um so there's like 32 photos per sort of stand and there's four photo four stands um that are each sort of different categories mm-hmm. and then the winners um each category rotates through on the um between nine big projectors and then we've got a special projector as well for the people's choice award yeah um so every um photo you can look at and pick your favorite um and enter that and that'll get a prize towards the end of the exhibition very nice and who i mean how do you decide which ones go into the people's choice awards who who are the people that choose the people's choice so that every any visitor who comes in to visit the exhibition all all of the ones all 1900 Mm -hmm. are loaded up into that so you can go through all 1900 so some person that's really keen on picking the uh, the the perfect one for them could possibly sit there and go through all 1900 photos you do have to enter your email address oh well that's probably going to stop those people but if you get all your friends to come in maybe yeah true well i'm going to come and check that out i'm going to do it myself um brilliant so that kicks off this saturday and it runs through till the first of october oh yep so there's a lot of time and it's changing every day so there's no excuse not to go a few times exactly that's fantastic. What else is going on at the moment over there? Um, I know I'm a big fan of sunglasses. Yes. Um, and you've got a sh- you've got an exhibition called Shades. Yeah. Um, so Shades, the um, classic shapes and fabulous frames from the museum sunglass collection. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in the stairwell. Um, so as you go up the stairs, um, we've got it's probably about sixteen to seventeen different pairs of sunglasses, sort of throughout different periods of time. Cool. Um, and that was just a fun sort of cute wee thing to display um we like doing sort of different things in smaller spaces just that wouldn't normally get out and necessarily be part of a bigger exhibition but just to showcase some of the various cool things we have in the collection Mm -hmm. um so that runs until the 13th of september um and after that we're starting developing one um with some items from our papua new guinea collection Mm -hmm. um so that we'll talk about um different ways in which people have donated those um from sort of people living over there who've come and visited um and sort of we've acquired them that way um so yeah there's some really beautiful pieces in that which yeah should be quite exciting to see and that'll run for about six months that sounds amazing and no doubt there'll be pieces in that collection that come from a long time ago as well yes very long time ago 1800s i think yeah bits and pieces that we've traded for back in the day we talked a lot last week on uh, about trading Mm. how museums used to trade in goods and send them off to a broker and things like that so it's quite interesting um and and no doubt some of these pieces some of those older ones may potentially go home 
to Papua New Guinea someday, so it might be yeah. a good idea to go and check them out yeah. um, before they get repatriated back yeah. to their country of origin. Yeah, there's a few um, contemporary pieces um, too from people sort of who have lived over there maybe in the last sort of 20 years. Cool. We've just like brought sp- um, specific items back with them, like wee bags and stuff that, yeah, nice bright colours and, yeah, beautiful well, techniques. When we're talking about the shades, I'll just go back to the shades again. You know, I mean, so there's obviously a collection of sunglasses at the museum. I mean, how do those kinds of collections begin? Is that like a, a you know, somebody's like, I'm a fan of shades, so I, I think, you know, I might start collecting a few shades. How, how, do, how do little niche collections like that begin? I think it's sort of looking at the, I guess it's definitely curatorial perspective. I know back when um, Forster was director, he had a big thing for spiders, so everything was sort of concentrated <laughs> on spiders for like a number of years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of yeah, little niche things that um, certain curators like and that sort of speak to maybe a moment in time about a certain style or um, a sort of theme that's sort of running through like pop culture and yeah you know, i really wanted to get some of the kanye with shades to put in <laughs> yeah the museum hasn't got a big enough budget <laughs> maybe not <laughs> but if that's you donate to us maybe we can well there you go someone go out there buy some kanye glasses and uh send, donate them because that's what you do i buy a pair of really expensive phone glasses just to give them to the museum <laughs> but that's what people actually do so that's pretty cool okay so uh Papua new guinea thing that sounds interesting when does that begin uh the 14th of september so we literally change over within a day wow yep <laughs> yeah, you must love those days oh they're great <laughs> <laughs> anything else uh, exciting coming up um, we've got a couple of secret exhibitions that are about to be announced within the coming weeks um, The I think there's some promo coming out for it soon where it's something big is coming to a target museum something big so oh. yeah what does that mean big in size big in scope Big in, I don't know. Um, big in every sense. Big in every sense. Well, there you go. Uh, well, that sounds interesting. I can't wait to find out what is big. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's just a screening of the film Big in the Planetarium, which I might add would be pretty great. Actually, I'll tell Sophie about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It could yeah. definitely coincide. <laughs> it could coincide. That would be great. What a great film. I watched it again the other day. Uh, all right. Hey, thank you so much for coming over. Always a pleasure. No worries. Have a wonderful day. The Otago Wildlife Photography Exhibition begins on Saturday, runs for a few months. Go and check it out. It's going to be great. Changing every day, so go there several times over and enjoy the cafe while you're there. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.